Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's going on, Fantasy Champs? Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. What's popping, Rick? What's up? Hopefully you uh, you enjoyed your Super Bowl. Uh, I know if you are a Cincinnati Bengals fan, you did not enjoy the Super Bowl. <laughs> if you are a Rams fan, one of the few, uh, congratulations, I guess. Um, I'm kind of interested to see when. Do you know when that parade is? Is that today? Uh, I think it would be tomorrow. Okay, or maybe it I, is today. I'm kind of it curious. Actually... I want to see. They have no fans. I know. So, they literally have no fans. Like, is it going to be like when? LeBron won the championship in Miami. It might be. And there was like 20 people there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know. I mean, yeah, actually, it probably will. I don't think LA is going to be going crazy for the, for the Rams. Even like, uh, so I'm trying to remember, was the, the Bucks was a boat parade. So it's not even like you couldn't tell. Yeah. I mean, the Bucks. Yeah, you couldn't really tell. They had an okay amount, but it wasn't like crazy. Because they're also kind of like a, they have like some crazy fanatic fans, but they're not like there's a very fair no. other base as well. I would say they're better than the Rams, though. If the, if oh, the Rams yeah. were still in St. Louis, it would be totally different. But it's just L.A. people in L.A. don't care. I'm curious to see. <laughs> That's the case. I've heard like the Lakers, uh, they have like they tied for most championships in NBA history. Um, yeah, and their their fan base is the Lakers most fans are lakey of all the fan bases. Like when the when the Lakers suck, yeah, no one cares about the Lakers. It's like over here where we live in Boston. Uh, if the Celtics suck, they sell still, the stadium out. People yeah. are still cheering. They could win ten games and they're all in. <laughs> the green team is that's all we got here in uh, Boston is sports. So. It's miserable. In yeah, the that's cold. kind of why. I love it. Love the cold. The cold is great until it's not. <laughs> I walked outside today. It was like sixty degrees two days ago. Legit sixty degrees. I know it was beautiful day. I walked day. out to. I walked out this morning to take my garbage out, and I opened the door, and my face like became an ice cube instantly. Oh, that's great. I can't wait to leave to, to work today. It's like that's seven good. degrees out. Oh, that's awesome. I'm complaining, and there are people <laughs> listening to this podcast in Canada being like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so uh, anyway, but welcome to the podcast. Uh, we have some interesting stuff to get to today. We're not here to analyze the Super Bowl, even though the halftime show was top-notch. Um, we are going to provide you, now that we're officially in the offseason, I guess, everyone's here. Yep. Finally, the the Bengals and Rams made it. So uh, we are officially into the offseason for the NFL. But with that being said, uh, we have been in the offseason for fantasy football for about a month already. Uh, And we're going to go into the 2021 season for the next couple weeks and go through some consistency uh, of different players. And we're going to talk about today the top five most consistent uh, quarterbacks in fantasy football from the 2021 season. Uh, we'll talk about what they did, how they did it, uh, what the numbers are, 
And if we think this, if if a repeat of this performance is going to happen, it's something you should take into 2020. Uh, what is it? 2022. So um, that's yes. what we're going to be talking about today. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Before we do that, check out our website, fansjimmies.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all the social media platforms. Just check us out on there. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcast platforms, be, be sure to leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, smash the like button right now. Just hit the like button and then say, we love you in the comments and ask any questions you may have in the comments. Uh, that helps us grow the wonderful base of subscribers that we have for the Fantasy Champions. Um, there's one guy that keeps commenting on our stuff that we should stop posting content in the off season because we need to get jobs. Um, we do have jobs. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know anything thoughts. about this particular guy, but I'm. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that we both probably make more money than him if he's spending his afternoons <laughs> watching fantasy football YouTube videos and leaving hate comments. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Me and Rick sit down for like three hours a week and it really should only be like an hour because we just kind of like talk for two hours. Talk about football. Yeah. Uh, Is anything. <laughs> so we at least a lot of time, but this show doesn't even take that much uh, time. No, it really doesn't. Uh, for us to actually record. The prep process is a little long, but... Um, yeah, so it's it's not something that we're like sitting there spending. We quit our full time jobs. <laughs> yeah, we, we to, to we're go pursuing the dream. For, yeah, I Fits. would if you guys subscribed. Yeah, I would too. I would too. Uh, I, I do that. I don't even have a job. I'm a self employed contractor. So see, he's right. Go get a job. <laughs> go, at get, go get a job. You lazy. What do people say that? <laughs> I so here's my real question, uh, you know when the the political news stations put out reports about unemployment, um, th- mm. would you consider me unemployed? Would I be a part of the unemployment no. number? No, you wouldn't. Okay, I don't All think right. so. I don't think so. Could I be could wrong be. though. Could be wrong. I don't know what they considered in that number. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. Uh, sometimes I think they just make numbers up and we just listen. To <laughs> That's probably what it is to be honest. But anyway. So, yes, subscribe to the podcast, like, comment, do all that good stuff. Um, We are going to bring you today the consistent quarterbacks. Um, Rick, before we do that, let's just, let's just, you know, spend, I got two minutes. I'll I'll set a timer on my phone and uh, we'll, we'll talk about, hold on a second. Oh, Oh. I thought the Patriots were actually signing. Oh yeah. I, I, I got that notification too. I thought we were signing a coach. But anyway, I'm set. I got I got a timer going for two minutes. So give me your thoughts on okay. the Super Bowl. Um, it was a good game. Uh, it showed Aaron Donald's dominance, Cooper Cup, Super Bowl MVP. I think he deserved it. It was kind of sad to not see Burrow win the Super Bowl. That kind of would have been fun. But um, yeah, it was a good game. I think the refs did kind of screw the Bengals a little bit, but they had their chance. And Zach Taylor was an idiot. So yeah, some hard hitting questions. Okay. Uh, what kind of diet do you think uh, 50 Cent has? Um, I think it's probably the Ezekiel Elliott diet, but add pizza. Okay, gotcha. So Chick-fil-A and pizza. The other question well, is, how long do you think Chinese they food. had him upside down <laughs> in that house? He was probably uh, losing his mind there for a minute. Oh, you know, if you're upside down for a while, that, that starts to get to you. Uh, Matt Stafford, future Hall of Famer? 
No. No, I agree. Uh, Cooper Cup, best receiver in the NFL. Numbers wise, yes. Uh, in in league history. No. Yeah. No. Uh, Samaji P. Ryan running on third down. Cut him. Cut him. Cut him. <laughs> yeah, Zach Taylor's an idiot. Yeah, I did like the Super Bowl. Hated that the the fact that the referees uh, felt like because earlier in the game you had that really bad no call, um, the Higgins touchdown uh, that got the touchdown for the Bengals. And I was waiting for a makeup call. I just didn't think it was going to be one to decide the whole game. Um, yeah. My my big thing with that is is that most of the game they were about ninety eight percent of the game they spent not. Calling, calling anything anything and then including that blatant <clears throat> like pass interference call and if they were going to do it they should be consistent and not call that but um yeah. if you count you go back and watch that in the past two minutes but when you go back and watch that final uh possession for the rams they had mm-hmm. at least seven shots to score a touchdown and they were third and long, third and 12, third and 14, something like that uh, on the goal. And uh, they would have had to kick a field goal or go for it. I, I honestly don't think they would have won the Super Bowl without that holding call. And then uh, I tweeted on my on my uh, Twitter, if you go and watch the video, I don't know if you saw it, Rick, but prior to the holding call on the Bengals uh, linebacker, half of the yep. offensive line. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've seen this before. The snap of the ball. This is not like a. This is not like one of those edited videos. This is legit, just a straight video. Like if you recorded it in the Super Bowl in your DVR, <laughs> if you have one of those, this is this is what it would look like. That it, it literally it's it. Whew. So there should have been a false start. That would have made it like third and twenty-two. Uh, really, really not great for the officials. If you wanted a makeup call. Fine, but get a pass interference. Yeah, just it was really bad. It was a really bad end to a. I mean, that's probably what they they figured was the makeup call. I mean, there's been worse calls though. If you look back in NFL history, because like he did kind of hold on to him. It was just the fact that they hadn't called anything, and it All wasn't game, egregious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that shouldn't really even have swing. been like. It's funny because that shouldn't even have been a conversation. It should have been false start. Right. So. Shouldn't fall start in the first place. Anyway, I I do think the Bengals probably because the, the the big thing is that you can't really make an argument for the Rams. Like if if that holding call doesn't happen, they go to fourth down. So the question is on third and long with three timeouts left and Aaron Donald and that offense that defense right? Do you just kick yeah. the field goal? No, you go for it. Okay. Absolutely. So, so if you go for it, what are the chances on third long that they score a touchdown? It would have been fourth down, right? Yeah, fourth and long. It was at the eight, was it? No, it was like the 12 and 14. 12 oh, the, tw- the 12? Yeah, somewhere like that. That's Ooh. why I'm like, they probably would have kicked a field goal. Very low, very low percentage. So um, it was under two minutes. So, like, you would think they have to. Do you think that it. had that T Higgins play not happened, what are the chances of the Bengals scoring a touchdown or a field goal on that drive? I don't know. I mean, I think it's it, likely enough that they scored, but I mean, at the same time, the Bengals offense wasn't great all game. So yeah. you don't really know. 
So it's like everyone makes the argument of like who screwed who. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, like the Bengals had all this opportunity to score on that first drive, and we don't know what would have happened on the whole drive had Higgins, you know, they called the pass interference call or whatever. That probably would obviously yeah. killed the drive. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a, it was an interesting little situation, but I hate when the refs get involved. I'm like, if you wanted to make up the call, do it later in the game or do it earlier in the game, like, like third quarter. And then don't throw any more flags. Like, don't be a part of the Super Bowl. And now everyone's talking about how that... Because, like, I'm thinking, like, you go back and you watch this on some kind of, like, Super Bowl uh, recap thing. You know, they always throw those videos out for the team. Um, and so when the NFL when NFL Films recaps this game, uh, they're, they're going to try really hard not to show the seven plays prior where there's four flags. <laughs> yeah on that last true drive. they're gonna make it look like it was like oh Cooper they're just gonna go to the it. cup and yeah the like, goal line it's not like they didn't give them eight shots to try so anyway he said that, i mean then the rams did score twice because they scored the first touchdown to cooper cup yep and he got hit in the head and then there was two penalties on that play so then they had to do it again but oh yeah, yeah either way twice. but not taking anything away from the Rams. I just don't like when refs get involved. So anyway, Super Bowl thoughts in five minutes instead of two. <laughs> I knew it was going to be more than two. All right, so let's let's jump into the consistency chart. I saw a report about Odell. He did tear his ACL. They're doing surgery. Oh, yeah, I saw that yesterday. Um, Ian Rappaport tweeted something five seconds ago, and I thought it was relevant to anything. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> so... We're going to get into uh, the top five most consistent quarterbacks from the 2021 fantasy football season. Um, and we'll start off. What should we go five to one or one to five? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like everyone knows. I would say five to one, but I feel like everyone knows. Who yeah. Yeah. We'll just do one to five. Is. So uh, the first, the number one guy on the consistency chart from last year uh, is Josh Allen. We talked Oof. about Josh Allen prior, I think, uh, on our uh, recap of the season show. We gave Josh Allen uh, QB, fantasy QB of the year. Yes. Um, for the second straight year, Josh Allen finishes as the quarterback one. He had 15 games. So so to qualify this, A, you have to play in 12 games or more. Mm-hmm. Um, and B, you have to score 15 or more um, fantasy points to have a quality or great game, which would make you uh, consistent on a week to week basis. So these are the amount of basically the number, the percentage and the number of games that I'm going to give you is the amount of games and a percentage of how many games they had, if that makes sense um, of games where they had a really good or great performance, which is 15 points or more. Uh, and Josh Allen did that 15 times. At an 88% clip, which is actually kind of low compared to last year. I think the the highest one was like 94% last year. Was that also Allen last year? Or I believe so. It was either Allen or Mahomes. Yeah. But um, And then he only had two bus games, which is less than uh, 15 points per game. So yeah. he had a, year. a um, spectacular season. Um. Does he repeat it? That's the that's the real question. <laughs> I think we've said this before, but it's just it's hard enough to repeat it twice. Um, I remember one of the years Mahomes was QB one, 
you're like, well, it just yeah. rarely happens in history. And then the next year he finishes like QB four or something. Yep. And Allen was able to do it. He, he was able to finish as a QB one mm-hmm. twice. The odds of you finishing as the QB one three years in a row is even lower. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to guess no. Um, so I was able to pull up fantasy football calculator. They do now they've updated for 2022. Yep. Um, and Josh Allen is currently the QB one going off the board. So okay. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it does make sense. I, I I'm not. Tr- I guess I won't have Josh Allen in any of my teams this year, though. Unfortunately, the uh, the interesting thing with Josh Allen is like if you just take his, like if you take the rushing away, right, mm-hmm. and you just calculate what he had, um, based on yards passing, passing and and rushing, uh, not rushing, uh, yards passing and then yard- passing touchdowns. Uh, he had forty four hundred. He had a hundred less passing yards, and one less touchdown in a season with one more game. So he he, did, he did regress last year. Passing yeah, slightly went from sixty nine percent completion percentage to sixty three percent completion percentage. Uh, threw ten interceptions last year. Threw fifteen interceptions this year. Last year at a six point five percent touchdown rate. This year at five point six. So he regressed. I just every single year they get further along with Josh Allen. It's not the passing. It's it's his rushing. They're designing more rushing plays for this guy. Seven hundred and sixty three rushing yards, six rushing touchdowns on the season. Um, Seven hundred rushing yards is crazy. When, for when you have a quarterback that throws for forty five hundred yards and 35-plus touchdowns, they're already finishing high. You talk about a guy like, yeah. go look at Kirk Cousins' numbers. Look where Kirk Cousins finished last year. I think it was like QB 15, 14, or 15, somewhere in that range. He was um, even higher. Even higher, probably. But when you look at Josh Allen, you add the 700-plus rushing yards and six rushing touchdowns. Uh, that's what makes you a top three quarterback in fantasy football. I think next year... um. He's as safe a bet as you can get to be a top three quarterback. I do not think he's going to repeat his QB one. I don't uh, either. I do think because of the type of quarterback that he is, he does deserve to go off the board first in fantasy football. Um, yeah, no, he definitely deserves it. There's no question about it. And I think it's smart for your team, regardless <laughs> of whether a player deserves to go one or not. Like, yeah, like he 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 one hundred percent next season will help your team if you take him first off the board, especially in, in six point touchdown and five point touchdown leagues. So um, yeah, the brushing is just, and this is the lowest total he's also had in like rushing touchdowns in his career. So take that how you will, but they are designing a lot more runs. That's kind of what like everyone talks about Josh Allen being a top five quarterback in the NFL and all that stuff. Um, and that's kind of what makes him the top five quarterback. Because passing, if you were just to contain this guy in the pocket, passing wise, I don't know if he's like as prolific as a lot of the other passers in the NFL. Um, but what he does with his legs makes him ridiculously good. So anyway, uh, Josh Allen should be your QB one ranked this year. Unless you want to take a yeah. hot take, Rick. No, I mean, you know how I feel about Josh Allen anyway, so. There's not really much more I can add to that. I think he's clearly QB one. I just am not drafting him because I don't think he's going to finish as that three years in a row. Um, and where did he, where did he go in our early, not our early mock draft, but you took something from um, 
I don't remember if it was underdog. I believe yeah, it was. Underdog. And he was going in what the end of the second round, third round. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm just not trying to take him there. And I like Josh Allen, but yeah, I it's think too early. We, I, I, let's see if I have that open in front of me. Um, I do. He went two ten. Is it? Yeah, and there <laughs> that's just too early. I I couldn't find because I have to like actually join the draft. Yeah, so I left it on um the calculator, but I know he was at least the first quarterback off the board. So yeah, I mean he deserves it without a doubt. And I think he's, um, you know, should, a great, great quarterback. But uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just hard. Should to he finish be that. Um, somebody that people draft that high or target going into next year? Like, is he gonna, is he gonna end up like people draft him in the second and third round, and, and then he ends up burning people, or is yeah. he just not gonna live up to the like? I don't think you should draft any quarterback in the second or third round. So that's what I'll say about that. I agree. It doesn't matter if it's Josh Allen or Mahomes or whatever. Unless there's some like ungodly. Yeah, like a seven touchdown, (laughs) seven point touchdown lead, passing touchdown. Yeah, yeah, sure. Go get Josh Allen. But otherwise, you're in a a normal league. I wouldn't draft any quarterback in the first two or even three rounds. The other interesting thing is that um, a lot of times, like even if you look at like Patrick Mahomes' numbers, like repeating the 35 plus touchdown seasons is not like normal. Um, Yeah. And so I I don't even know, like looking into next year, like obviously there's an extra game. So that kind of weights the numbers a little bit differently, but you know, is he going to be a guy that throws another 36, 37, 38 touchdowns next year? Like, I, I feel like I'm kind of waiting for that season where Josh Allen, because there's nothing changing. Like, Stefan Diggs is still there. Um, yeah. Like, the, they can Dave, kind of – da- Dawson Knox has been good. Um, and, and I feel like the only way they can go up is – the only way they can go is up at this point. <laughs> Uh, because if yeah. they draft a quarterback or they bring in another receiver, like I think they're just going to make offensive improvements. So we'll, we'll see when the off season like gets closer to completion. Um, nothing's really running changing back, for him, but I'm just I don't know. I I have this like awkward, strange feeling that he's going to like crap on everyone who takes him in the second round. <laughs> I I don't know if he's going to crap on everyone, but he's. Gonna, I I think he's going to just have like you know. A good year, a top like five finish, five. Yeah. and yeah, he's going to be in the conversation, but he's not—he's not going to be. Does worth that hurt you pick. if you draft him in the second? I would say yes. Yeah, yeah, it would in the second round. Yeah. yeah. No, normally the whole point of this show is consistency. So obviously, he was the most consistent. If if Josh Allen is good next year, I would go out on a on a limb and say that he is going to be consistent. Um, in some yes. way, shape, or form, like he'll always yeah, he'll get be fifteen or more fantasy points. Like that's not going to be an issue, especially with the rushing. Like even if he regresses in the passing category, I think that would only improve the rushing area. Um, so like it's it's it would be hard unless Josh Allen gets hurt for him not to finish in the top five, in my opinion. But I feel like, um, I feel like you still can get really quality performances out of him. Um, yeah. When you talk about the great performances too, he had uh, which is more than twenty three points per game. He had nine this year out of seventeen games, um, which is great. That, that is the part that I think could go down. He's gonna the quality will stay, 
um yeah. and he might get a couple more in that quality range yeah but i don't know if he's getting nine out of 17 for more than 23 face points that's yeah that's i mean hard to do it's hard to do yeah um all right let's Even talk about the next like seven or eight you know yeah i agree um I let's talk about the next guy, which is Justin Herbert. He had three bus games under 15 points. He had six, uh, six games, same as Josh Allen, uh, for quality performances, 15 to 23 fantasy points a game. He had, uh, let's see, eight great performances, more than 23 fantasy points per game. And then, uh, quality plus great put together smack dab 82% tied with, uh, one other Matt Stafford, who's right after him, who we'll talk about next. Um, so he obviously has had a really great start to his career. Um, That's almost an understatement. <laughs> understatement. Like he's, he's been really good. Um, I, I remember watching, uh, the, the last game they played this year against the Raiders when they were trying to make the playoffs in the amount. Oh yeah. I wanted to see this kid in the playoffs way more than I want to see the stupid dumb, butt Derek Carr and the Raiders. Oh, <laughs> it sickens me that me they too. made it. Uh, but, Justin Herbert completed like I think it was like six fourth and longs. <laughs> so yeah, stupid. He did everything he could in that game. Everything he could. Uh, he is a very, very, very good quarterback. They still got Keenan Allen. Uh, Mike Williams is is uh, I'm gonna say he's out the door. Okay. Um, I don't know that the Chargers are gonna pay him what he wants to be paid, and I think he's gonna get end up getting paid a lot because yeah. he's a good outside receiver. So. Um, fantasy wise, people will be like, "What are you talking about? He's good receiver. Like he's he's a good NFL receiver, so people will pay him that. Uh, he always gets like a thousand yards receiving and like five six touchdowns. So, um, he will get paid a lot. And I don't know if the Chargers want to give him that money. Uh, him, yeah, being gone, it would just be old man Keenan Allen, uh, with Austin Eckler, which I still think is a good supporting cast. Um, I do. They think- will replace. Mike Williams, if he goes, okay, hundred percent. Whether it's the draft, it if they don't want to Mike pay, Williams or... or go after. There's also a rumor that um, this player is probably not going to go there, mm. but they want to pursue Devontae Adams, which would be oh insane. freaking hey, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Justin Herbert QB one so, at that point. I agree, he would be QB one. So. Uh, he was QB two this year, twenty three point three points per game. Um, I don't know how many points he was behind Josh Allen. I can't remember. Uh, he was about thirty points behind. Okay, all right. How many? Games Actually, twenty points. Did he twenty did points? He play a full season, or I can't remember. He did. They both played seventeen games. Okay, all right, good. He was twenty two points behind Josh Allen. So for him, I think I think uh, oh, interesting number two. He had forty dropped passes. His receivers this year, which he is really? number four in the NFL. Oh my gosh, dude. That's what I was saying. Um, I don't know if I had this conversation with you, but I was watching a video on Herbert, and the more deeper you go into the advanced analytics, just shows how like better he is. Like the more analytics you look at, the more you go, Wow, that's well, actually really impressive. Really good. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. like everyone's yelling at each other about like Josh Allen. Is he is he like top two with with Patrick Mahomes? And I'm like, this kid, I don't know, man. Like, if he starts winning games at a He's, high clip, the yeah. the Chargers and Justin he has Herbert to start nice winning. Game. But like, this guy is better than prime Philip Rivers. Like, way oh, better already, already yeah, right now, opinion. currently, way better. Sorry, Phil. Yeah, 
<laughs> that guy might. He now he's probably not going to make the Hall of Fame if I would venture to guess. And he had a great career. I don't think he will, but he did have a great career. Yeah. Um, but he threw five thousand yards in his second season in the NFL. I know he had an extra game in there, but so what is that in a sixteen game season? Forty seven hundred yards, forty eight hundred yards. Like the, that's insane. The interesting thing about this too is that he he's doing all of this. Like you talk about where he is in the spectrum of uh, success. He's doing all of this with like passing yards and passing touchdowns. Um, and he added yeah. 300 rushing yards, which is 30 fantasy points. And then I think he had like one rushing touchdown or two, uh, three rushing touchdowns. He had three. Yeah. So, so but that's still like, yeah, but like Josh Allen, Allen. Josh Allen had the six rushing touchdowns and the 400 extra rushing yards. So that would, that would right. do it. But um, I, I think this kid has a really good chance of he's consistent, which is good. He is still young and he's still going up. I want to see improvements this offseason to some areas of the Chargers offense, but this coaching staff is now going into their second year. Um, Justin Herbert's going into his third year. If they add or keep Mike Williams, I think there's only places to go but up for Justin Herbert. I think that he has a really good shot at being QB1 next year. And if I feel psychopathic about it, I'll probably. I'll probably move her. Rank him as such. Rank him as such. Yeah. So he's, he's very, it's so funny. These really good quarterbacks in the NFL. Now used to this Wonderlick score used to be really important. And it's like Mahomes was like, he scored a 12, which is like the dumbest of all. (laughs) Allen didn't didn't get it. Didn't get a high score. Right. (laughs) No. And then Justin Herbert got 25, which is 27th percentile. So like this Wonderlick score means nothing to me at this point. I know it really. Mac Jones doesn't over. even pop up when you look him up. Didn't uh, who scored like a, a insanely high one that ended up was it Baker? Yeah, it was like, like oh, look, Baker's actually smart, and then yeah. Baker's actually smart. Yeah, I'd rather have Baker Mayfield than Josh Allen and Habit because he's smarter. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm trying to look up, um, see if I can get into. I wish they, I wish I could see underdog like. ADP without lock, like um, paying to get you have to like go into the draft. I know Herbert is the fourth quarterback off the board though. Okay, all right, good, thanks. I was gonna say, so I literally had to pay to is, get into a league just to see the stupid numbers. On the face football calculator, at least he's the fourth quarterback off the board. Josh Allen, Mahomes, and Kyler Murray are ahead of him. Okay. Um. So I take him as the fourth quarterback off the board. Oh, yeah. I think that's great value. That's a really good value, and I think he could end up being the QB1. Um, yeah. So, And the consistency, I think, is is the big thing. Like, Obviously, he was really consistent this year, um, but to get a quarterback like to, – to me, I think he's very similar to Josh Allen, in the, not like in terms of rushing, but in the context of fantasy points and how much he will do that. Because this very year, similar, eight, yeah. he had eight uh, great performances. Which is twenty three more? Wasn't that his? More. I mean, even in the real NFL, wasn't his player comp Josh Allen or like something like that? That's his Big Ben on Player Profiler. Oh, okay. Well, gross. But anyway, <laughs> That's gross. I, I I love how at the end of players' career you start to get like a, I guess not with Brady, but a gross stigma. Like, you, I know Big Ben in his at, prime was Eli Manning back in the day Brady. actually was a like a decent quarterback or a good quarterback in the NFL. And uh, and now you look at him because of the like the last games that he played in the NFL, he's just god awful. And you're like, he blew. 
whole career sucked. I know. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but Herbert, eighty-two percent of the time being a uh, at least getting you a really good performance, um, is what you need, I think. And and I'm starting to you know not just because the superflex leagues obviously this is important, but I'm I'm starting to see a trend because the quarterback position is starting to score a lot more fantasy points than they ever have. It is now becoming a more crucial position uh in fantasy football. One where it's it's like me and Rick were in a you know multiple 12 team leagues together and it was very hard to stream in one quarterback leagues. Was it was very hard to stream. And if you can get a quarterback and I'm not about drafting a quarterback for second or third round. You got to develop real positions. But I'm starting to trend in the direction of maybe it's time we start shifting a focus, shifting our focus away from, okay, maybe we can get a late-round quarterback. You know, Because this year of anyone is probably going to be a really good year to do that. Last year was not. <laughs> I got hurts, so it wasn't bad. But um, yeah. you got Trevor Lawrence. You have... <laughs> Um, <laughs> Justin Fields, Trey Lance is Justin Fields, Trey Lance. Yeah. Um, I just, mean, it's possible this year. It's possible that, and then you know, there's. I, I don't know. I just feel like there's going to be guys who have a really good shot of ascending this year as opposed to last yes. year. So it might be a yes. good idea to take that late quarterback trend and and stick with it. But uh, if you really want to draft Justin Herbert as the fourth quarterback off the board in like the fourth or fifth round, I wouldn't blame you. And I, I, I would be tempted at this point. Yeah, me too. Me too. Anyway, uh, Rick, do you want to tell us about the third guy? I'm, yeah, I'm the third guy, um, the Super Bowl champion, Matt Stafford. Uh, he kind of had the same uh, numbers as Herbert in terms of his percentage. He had three bust games, uh, seven quality games, so one more. And Herbert, but he had one less great game, which is 23 more face points. But he also had 14 total uh, games with more than 15 face points. So he was um, someone who was good. And I think he was a guy that we called in the offseason. We were very high on, along with Burrow and Hertz, as guys that you mm-hmm. could take as the 10th, 11th, 12th quarterback off the board and be in a good spot. And that's exactly what happened. I think he finished as the QB5, um, which is a pretty, pretty good season. Um, and I don't know how much it's going to change. Uh, he is going to get Robert Woods back. Now his left tackle is retiring. There's going to be some losses on defense, especially. Uh, so he's going to have some losses. Maybe Odell's probably gone, mm-hmm. but Cooper cup will at least be there. K makers will be there. Yeah. Um, Bobby trees is still under contract. So he still has some talent there. Uh, and if they throw the ball a gazillion times again, like they did this year, he could, very well finished top five quarterback again. Mm-hmm. I think he's more likely to finish in that seven to eight range though, among quarterbacks um, with guys like Lamar potentially playing a full season, uh, Kyler Murray potentially playing a full season. Um, and maybe even Russ, depending on his situation could all finish ahead of Stafford, but still a very quality quarterback. Yeah. Fantasy game NFL. I agree. And I think, there's there's other problems with Matt Stafford that we kind of have to look at, and it's it's funny to see, like when you talk about um you know where guys actually ended up finishing overall uh through you know 17 games, um, I'm trying to pull up a number here and my computer always spazzes out, um but you talk about like Matt Stafford he ended up being top five 
Um, obviously, guys yeah. like Rodgers, Prescott, Joe Burrow, um, they all did not play their 17th game. Um, so, and I, I, I would venture to say that all three of those guys, not all, well, see, that's a <laughs> two of the three, two of the three, maybe Joe Burrow, yeah. maybe not, but two of the three Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott would most likely have passed, uh, Matt Stafford, which puts him in the QB seven or eight range, but you see him in the top five. It's interesting to see the consistency chart where, you know, he is number three right now with an 82%, um, quality slash great performance. And for me, the way that I look at this is like all these numbers line up to Matt Stafford. And we knew coming into the season, like Stafford was going to be a good buy. It was going to be, you know, he was a ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th round pick in some leagues. Yes. And people, you know, it was going to be a quarterback that you could get late. Um, I wish I didn't tell you guys so much to get Tannehill and more to get Matt Stafford, but we still told you. Oh uh, yeah. True. Tannehill. But uh, <laughs> I mean, it's three in the four though. Three in the four. We are right. Yeah. Yeah. The four <laughs> anyway. So, but you draft Matt Stafford late. And and this is what you get. You got a efficiency wise and 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 consistency wise a top three quarterback, um, and like a top six or seven quarterback overall on the season. Uh, the big thing with Matt Stafford, I think, is that people. This is where you have to buy the trend in the right direction. Listen to us in the off season and be like, okay, I'm going to get Stafford. A lot of stuff happened this off season. Stafford's really good. Uh, he could be really good on the Rams. The Rams got a lot of really good talent. They're making a run for a championship. This guy's going to end up being good. And buy him then. Now? No. Stop. Yeah. And I'm not saying Matt Stafford's going to be a bust. I'm not saying he's going to suck. But you are now going to have to pay premium value for a quarterback that doesn't provide any rushing floor. Pretty much. Sure. Rushing floor. It's going to be relying on the whole passing. And relying on, entirely on the pass on a football team that I'm going to have to say is going to get a little bit worse this year. Um, and to me, it's just like Matthew Stafford is probably my biggest fade at this point. Um, no, I agree. I probably am with you, even though I still like Stafford. Um, to be fair, right now, he is the quarterback eight off the board, so it's not it's not crazy. crazy. Yeah. But he is ahead of guys like he, he is still ahead of Dak and Jalen Hurts, who are 9 but and 10. Think about so, Think about where I we would are take right both now. People on Twitter are like Hall of Famer. In three weeks, you're telling me that he's still going to be the QB eight. I don't think so. But In we'll seven see. months, when because people will look drafting? at the, the top five finish and Cooper Cup and everything. But so in our league, is going to be like Matt Stafford, top five quarterback. What are you talking about? I'm going to draft him. Yeah, I, I could see that. Six off the board. In like the eighth round, so like to me, I, it's not really. I, I see. I don't think six or seven off the board is not a bad pick. To me, no, but there's there's quarterbacks that I'd rather have ahead of Stafford. Yeah, that he's gonna get drafted ahead of. Like I would honestly, and I I hate to say this because I think Stafford should be ranked a little bit higher, but I would honestly draft Stafford. Like I would honestly draft like tre- guys like Trevor Lawrence ahead of Matt Stafford. Just well, that's a hot take. No, it really is, but I, I honestly would rather have the young player, saying, like the Justin upside. Fields, Trey Lance, yeah. the young player, yeah, that yeah, can that break could out. have a monster season. If yeah. if it was if I Makes was sense. if a gun was held to my head and I needed to win a fantasy season and I that were like choose one quarterback, obviously I'm not going to choose Trevor Lawrence. I would probably choose Trey Justin Lance Fields, or Trey Lance. Like you take you take the consistent quarterback that probably will end up QB seven. Oh uh, well, but like in my draft strategy, if there's strategy, a gun to your head. Yeah, yeah, no, I get what you're saying. 
I'd rather take Trevor Lawrence late than take Matt Stafford at his value. I think I, I would too. Okay. Trevor so, Lawrence, we'll see. I will see what they do. Yeah, that's true. I, I just think Lawrence is really good. I, I do too, but if they don't, if they're idiots about it, they can ruin him. But yeah, that's true. one of those guys for sure is going to, I think, has the possibility of finishing mm-hmm. as like a top five quarterback in fantasy next year, mm-hmm. whether that's Fields, Lance, or Lawrence. Right. Um, so I, I definitely get the argument. And I think if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably take Lance just because of a situation. Yeah. Um, ahead of Stafford, just based on like, what they could do now lance could also suck so that could yeah, yeah, yeah. blow up in my face but that's the risk i'd be willing to take i but he is consistent he's solid if you could take both that'd be perfect go with my old school strategy oh yeah like a consistent oh, quarterback and then like a that's stafford not a bad field. It, it depends too like like if 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 stafford ends up being a 10th 11th round pick uh yeah like I'd pull the trigger on that and be better about that. He going off as like yeah. the ninth or 10th quarterback off the board, like similar to like Tannehill, I think last year was like top seven. And then this yeah. year, you know, he, he was still going in the 11th or 12th round in some leagues. So um, like if Stafford ends up being in that position by the time draft season happens, I'm 100% on board taking Matt Stafford uh, in that vicinity and then doing what Rick said and taking a secondary quarterback. I did that this year with Tannehill. Um, didn't start him one game, started Jalen Hurts the whole year, but, um, you know, similar strategy in that context where, you know, Trey, Trey Lance and, and Justin Fields, most likely not Trevor Lawrence, but Trey Lance and Justin Fields definitely are going to end up being in a conversation where they're probably going to end up like ninth, 10th round draft selections. If I had to make a strong guess as to right now. Um, yeah. And so if Stafford's in the same conversation as them, uh, I think Stafford can outperform the ninth quarterback off the board. Yeah. Which is not a bad selection. But if he's getting taken as the sixth, seventh quarterback off the board, you're buying him at his value. And then if he does inevitably re- regress a little bit, um, then you end up in a conversation where Matt Stafford is kind of like, eh, why did I draft him? In terms of points per game, he was the QB 11. Yeah, so I just think he's going to be overdrafted and underperform. Yeah, he will. What you want. Um, especially if he's in that QB like 7-6 range. Yeah. Getting drafted, that's just way too high. Um, quickly, let's move to the next guy, Aaron Rodgers. Same amount of bus games as Matt Stafford. He only played 16, so the percentage is a little bit higher. Uh, five quality performances, eight great performances, and 13 quality and great performances, uh, 81%. So he was up there with Allen, Herbert, Stafford, had a really great season. Just when we thought Rodgers was dead two years ago, he follows it up with uh, two very, very fantastic seasons in fantasy football. Um, yep. There are rumors floating around. He, the, <laughs> I don't know. He might stay in Green Bay. That might be a thing. Either yeah. way, he's going to have Devontae Adams with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wants true. To. Uh, Rick has heard some really uh, interesting rumors about him possibly going to Tennessee. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm now, curious but. where Rogers goes. If he go wherever he goes, what is the situation for Rogers in fantasy? Um, he's not going to go to. I don't think he'll go to a bad situation wherever he goes. Um, but it it's going to depend. Like if he goes to the Broncos and people overdraft him, then. And the hype gets out of control. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Then 
He's going to be overhyped. But, you know, if he stays in Green Bay and they do what they actually say they're going to do, which is surround him with the most talent he's ever had, mm-hmm. which is that's their plan. That's what they're trying to pitch to him right now. Could this be a Rodgers, a Brady-like Rodgers thing? Where Rogers it could. Rodgers is top top four, two straight seasons or something like that just because he's got a ridiculous, inordinate amount of talent. If if that happens, I could I could see like if they do surround him with a lot of talent, then yes, I think Rodgers is good enough where he will guaranteed finish in the top five of quarterbacks with yeah. like if he has Devontae Adams on one side, Mike Williams on the other, and you know mm-hmm. some good slot receiver, one of the best O lines in the league, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, like that. Right, right, right. That's possible where he could finish as a top five quarterback again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, if he goes somewhere else, it's going to really depend on situation, mm-hmm. um, and we'll have to see what it looks like. As of right now, he's the let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Six, he's the sixth quarterback off the board, so that's not bad. No, I think bad. I'd probably take him in that range. Um, what are your thoughts on him? I think he's. Um, I hate it because I feel like he's a risky like player. Um, you feel like that, but it's really like he's, he's been really so been like solid the last two years. It's it's a it's a conservative take. <laughs> it's a conservative pick. It is like you take Rodgers and it's like, all right, this guy's gonna this guy's gonna be okay. He's gonna be good. Um, he's gonna get the job done at quarterback. Uh, but it's it's like okay. So here's my question: Rodgers. Through 17, 16 games, 336. Matt Stafford through 17 games, 346. Yeah, Obviously, not a huge depending what happens in the offseason for both of these quarterbacks, I feel like what Rodgers is going to do, fantasy football-wise, is going to be equivalent to what Stafford does. Yeah. And if Stafford's the 8th or ninth quarterback off the board and Rodgers is 5 or 6, the better value is Matt Stafford. And you go with Stafford. I do think I would take Rodgers over Stafford, but yeah, like if they were both were at the uh, same pick and you had to choose one quarterback, yeah, I'm, like, t- yes, I'm taking Rodgers. Like ranking wise, I would put Rodgers ahead of Stafford. I just think I get what you're saying though. They're both going to finish in the same vicinity, so value wise, I'd rather take Stafford, you know, later than take Rodgers earlier. No, that's fair. I, I um, I think that's fair. I will say like. Rodgers won MVP this year, and he finished as the QB6. Stolen from Tom Brady, by the way. Yeah, I think Brady should win too. But, um, I don't know why he, he MV- got it. Like, that, didn't, that, that whole like take didn't happen until the season ended. I know. And it was like, oh, weird. Rodgers, MVP. And I'm like, well, well, hold on a second. Tom Brady <laughs> led the NFL in yards and touchdowns. Like, why are we giving it? Why did they give it to him? It's because... It's because he threw. He only threw four interceptions. That was the big thing. Oh, yeah, like, freaking give me a break with that garbage. So, so he finished as the QB six, and now again, four interceptions. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Um, like, and he won MVP, which means he would have to have another MVP type season to finish as like QB five or six. I feel like. Yeah, that's a little right? bit absurd. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's gonna happen. I mean, he's Aaron Rodgers, so he'll be in the discussion. But probably closer to like seven or eight, and if you take him as the yeah, quarterback, his, his off the type board, of tattered. his type of quarterback is starting to. Uh, there is one guy though that's going to get really overdrafted that we haven't talked about, but <laughs> even more so than Stafford or Rodgers. I don't think we will talk about. <laughs> so it. it's like you talk about like Allen, Herbert, uh, Mahomes, the prob, the you know Dak Prescott, even Joe Burrow a little bit, 
Jalen Hurts, yeah. like these guys can like use their legs to get rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. Joe Burrow a little less. But you got these Stafford Rodgers guys that don't rush at all. <laughs> so it, it like in order for them to be top five, top six, they have to have the best season of their life. Oh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, let's talk about, obviously, TB12 on this list is five. He is a retired quarterback. I'll just ramble off the numbers really fast. Um, he had five bus games, two quality games, 10 great games, 12 overall quality great games, 71% of the time. Tom Brady was a really good fantasy quarterback. Um, I, there's rumors about him maybe coming back right before the season starts. Um, I don't, I don't know that Brady wants to go through the pomp and circumstance of, of retiring twice. So, um, I'm not sure that he would come back unless he gets like, a, Oh my God, I want to play. Uh, even if that happens, it's going to be with a new team, a different set of weapons. I don't want to doubt Tom Brady again, but I really don't think that it would be a year for him to be good fantasy wise. So anyway, we'll just move past Tom Brady. Um, six guy, Patrick Mahomes, um, Five bus games, four quality games, eight great games, twelve quality great games. Give me your thoughts on Patrick Mahomes, Rick. Um, he's Mahomes, <laughs> and he didn't even have a great year this year. Um, remember in the beginning of the season, especially he was really, really struggling. Yeah. Um, and he still finished as the QB for the year. So, um, he's someone who you would think, in theory, could uh, be a good value because mm-hmm. we know these types of quarterbacks, like we were just talking about, Josh Allen the beginning of the show saying like how he's the QB one, two years in a row. So this year he's probably going to finish just like QB four or five and take a step back. Like Mahomes did this year. Mahomes is um, and then maybe he he's due for like a top two finish or potentially he hasn't been QB one since the 50 touchdown season. Right. So it's, it's possible, um, but he's getting drafted as the QB two. So it's like people, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Um, yeah, yeah, this is not and there's rumors that the chiefs will add another receiver this year. So that could help him. But, um, He's Mahomes. Like, there's really not too much to say. He's going to be a top five quarterback. Every is it year. is it reasonable for me to say Mahomes one rankings, Justin Herbert two, Josh Allen three? It's spicy. Okay. You could you could do it though. I'm not telling you. you Josh Allen probably should be two. Like Mahomes, Allen, Herbert. Yeah, that sounds about. About but yeah, right. no. Rick pegged it. Mahomes is Mahomes. Um, the interesting thing about Patrick Mahomes, does he have a kid? That's a random question. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, his girlfriend's pregnant. Okay, so that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. I'm like, when has Mahomes had the two next to his name? Oh, yeah, true. I've never seen that before Just in my life that. until I looked at the sheet. Patrick Mahomes the second. Is his dad Patrick Mahomes too? I guess. He plays in the I don't MLB, know. I, think. I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, anyway, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, Patty. Patty's due. I think Mahomes is due. He's um, due, especially if they get. He's he's transformed into a different kind of quarterback. Uh, he in the first year he was playing, he was kind of like this ridiculous, prolific, get out of the pocket, throw sidearm passes, uh, looking across the field, ridiculous like quarterback. And people <laughs> are starting to not figure it out, but they're starting to learn and come up with schemes to stop Patrick Mahomes. Um, and so he's had to learn how to take the little stuff and, and the little chunk plays and the underneath routes and 
all that stuff, which he's he's doing obviously very well with because he's Patrick Mahomes. Um, but he's transforming into a different type of quarterback, and I don't know that that unless they do bring in a crap load of talent uh, that <laughs> they already have a crap load of talent, but unless they bring it, like say they bring in Allen Robinson or something like that, I don't know that a 50 plus touchdown season is going to come for Patrick Mahomes for a little while. Um, which is, I think what he would need to do in order to pass guys like Josh Allen, just because they rush a lot. Uh, I will say last year, 2020 Mahomes was ahead of Allen in points per game. Barely. It was 25.32 mm-hmm. versus 25.52. So it was by 0.2 points per game, but he was ahead of Josh Allen in points per game. So it's possible. We finally got some news on Joe Burrow. He oh, did yeah, suffer well, a knee injury. It won't require surgery. Based so it wasn't like he tore his ACL. He'll have to rehab. It's a sprain. So it's an MCL sprain. That dog yeah. went in and played through an MCL sprain and won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he would have been. Uber. Uh so anyway, yeah, there's nothing else left on Mahomes. The show's going kind of overtime. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Quarterbacks, man. Uh yeah. I, oh, and you know what it was? The Super Bowl. Twenty minutes on the Super Bowl. But anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, so those are the top five quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Patrick Mahomes. We also have Tom Brady, a part of that list. Um, some honorable mentions here. Uh, Jalen Hurts, and this is a, it's really interesting because I, I I feel like the Eagles are buying in and they're with Jalen Hurts. Like, they're going to give him more opportunity. If he starts all 16, 17 games next year, like, obviously he still has that top. What are we, where did he finish this year? Six? Finishes QB nine. QB nine and how many games? Fifteen. Uh based on a points per game. Yeah, in points per game he was sixth. A lot of the season he was top five, top six, um, until he missed the two games. So he had eighty percent quality great games. So that's up there with the top four. Uh fantasy wise, Jalen Hurts, great quarterback, real life wise, kind of blows. Um <laughs> he's like one bad mistake away from just getting benched altogether every single week. So I definitely don't feel great. Like if he's a 11th, 12th round pick, like all on board. Don't yeah. draft him. What the hell? But <laughs> round two. Uh, Burrow, interesting guy. He had 75% of his games were quality or great, but he only had four great games. Eight of his games were quality. Burrow is currently being drafted as a QB6 right now. Yeah, that's way too high. I believe. Way too high. QB seven, but he's only a pick behind Rodgers, so he's ahead. Of, he's right behind Lamar too. So he's and he's ahead of Stafford, Dak, Jalen. The interesting Hurts. thing about Joe uh, is that he just Russell got out of his second year. He's in going into his third year, so there's going to be a little bit of improvement. Um, and he's probably going to get improved offensively. Re, well, that's what I was going to say. Receiving core: Higgins, Boyd, Chase. Chase, good there. Uzama's a decent tight end. Good there. Uh, Joe Mixon, still the running back, good there. So if they focus their entire effort on the offensive line this year, um, I do think that Joe Burrow can make sizable improvements. Come come back to me in like August and ask me about Joe Burrow because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not drafting him six, that's for sure. No, I'm not. I'm not either. I would love Joe Burrow on my team, but. In the real QB1 for 2022. In the real Jones. NFL, I mean. 
seven quality at great games, 41% of the time. Yeah. He go, should be drafted ahead of Mahomes. Go get He's yourself. QB. Mac Jones had the same amount of quality or great games as Tua Tungavailoa. It's not good. Tua only played in. How many games did Tua play in? Though? I don't remember. It wasn't a lot. I think he missed like three or four games. So, but still, um, how many still, games did Lamar miss? Lamar Jackson, really quick, because we got to finish the show. Missed, I'm not letting this go over an hour. I hear. Um, I can pull it up real quick. Lamar Jackson played in twelve games, so he missed what? Okay, five? so just reaching the qualifying standard. Um, he had three bus games, five quality games, four great games, nine total quality great games. Seventy-five percent of his games were quality or great. That's so that, actually that's decent. That's pretty good. Uh, okay. Where's he going? Uh, let's see. Lamar is currently the quarterback five. Sheesh. Can you guys lay off? I'd like to get him for cheap. (laughs) Well, the guy you could get for cheap right now looks like Dak. Dak is the QB nine. What was his? And Russell Wilson is the QB 11. 11 quality or great games, and eight of them were great for Dak. He just had five bucks. You know how Russell Wilson, like, every year gets drafted as, like, a top five quarterback and then finishes as, like, QB seven. Get right. But this year it's actually valuable because he's the QB eleven. And he so. had he had ten quality or great games as well, seventy one percent of the time. Yeah. So the Dak or Russ are the two value guys right now. Yeah, but that's no, as, especially that's as of like, February. Russ, so. Russ and Dak, they they can rush, but they don't, and it's kind of frustrating for fantasy. But is what it is. Those guys, yeah, I, I, like I want to see where Russ ends up, like it's more than likely he stays in Seattle, but like if he ends up somewhere different, that could rejuvenate him back to his top five days. Yes. Um, and it's not like Dak he was should like be top last... five. I don't know what the hell's wrong with Dak Prescott. I'm done. He's I'm done with Dak. Sorry. Done. <laughs> you had I'm me. Not done. I'm Forget, done with him. I'm being a Dallas. T- I'm, 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 a, I'm over here reacting like a Dallas Cowboy I, fan. I'm done with Dak in terms of him being like, in the same category as like for fantasy, like Josh Allen, like he's not in that category, but he's good as like a low end QB one, I guess. <laughs> All right. We got to We got to wrap this show up. You right though. I, I shouldn't just completely write off Dak, but I'm just <laughs> done. I'm done with the garbage. Done with the garbage. I didn't really, I think I had him in one league traded my, the whole ship for him in a super flex league. But anyway, We got wide receiver consistency charts tomorrow. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at TheFFChamps.